Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, a weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex and I am joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan. Hi, hi Alex. How, how, are, how are you? I am tired, actually. It's daylight yeah. savings time, so I actually, this is later than usual, so that should be a good thing. Um, but I have insomnia, so uh, it's not because I barely slept at all last night. So hi. <laughs> That's pretty much your like constant state, though, right? Like sleep yeah. deprived demon, kind of. Yeah, it's That's it's funny because like I I love sleep. Like I I wish I slept more, mm. uh, but I don't. I think it's like a mental thing. Probably. But yeah. Uh, I I had a bit, but I forgot it. You had a bit. You had. I a bit. did, but I don't want to do it anymore. All right. Because like. Um, at the yeah, time, let's not it talk. Was, yeah, let's no, because at the it. time it would have been a good bit, but now it's been like four days, and I haven't thought of it since. So it would really come across as very salty if I did it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, so maybe maybe no bit. Yeah, unless you want to do a bit on these people who continue to insist that AW and Stardom should work together, because you know we could we could clown on them for a bit. You know, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, I, like I no. Saw... The, the the thing is, is that it's like I feel like that would that would be good if and this is a big if they just like did the thing that uh, WCW and WWE did, where it's like, okay, we don't have a women's division, just put all of them here, um, and just 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 have them wrestle, and that's it, that's that's it, that's that's the that's the wrestling, mm-hmm. um, that's that's the women's wrestling our show. If they just did that, maybe, but I do not want to watch, uh. Anna J versus Micah. I'm gonna be honest. No, no. Like I saw a tweet that was like, "You can't tell me that Ty J uh, swapping with Azumi and Tam wouldn't be a great get for both That'd companies." That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. <laughs> like, what kind of nonsensical trade is this? You get one of the biggest stars of the company and a prodigious talent for Ty J, who have you maybe what, uh... four good matches between them in their careers. No, like... no, no, no. Let, let's okay. Uh, send over Layla Hirsch and Jamie Hayter, and you can get all of Cosmic Angels. How about that? How's that work? How's that work, AEW fans? N- no, maybe no, you can't. Okay, maybe not all of them. Cosmic Angels. 
They can have the young Oedo Tai people uh, if they just give us Chris Statlander. That's fair. Like they uh, but Roka, come on now. They can keep Roka. They can keep Rina. They can keep. They can take Kid if they want. You know, it's okay. We we have we'd have an alien. It'd be fine. Chris Stat at IWTV. That's crazy. She what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. Fair enough. Um, right. Well, we should probably not dilly dally for too long. Um, I don't think there's any major news that's happened that we. Uh, Cinderella. 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 Break. Uh, brackets. Yeah. Have and that is that made. is very important, isn't it? Um. Yeah. So yeah, the the bracket and lineup for the Cinderella tournament 2022 have been announced. Uh, the field is 30 people. Uh, I'm not running through that lineup. It's basically the entire roster. Uh, uh, so that means the entire healthy roster, including uh, Hina, who's yeah. presumably returning for the tournament. Uh, Miyu Amasaki is in there, like everybody. There's no outsiders, just the entire healthy stardom roster. Yeah, uh, it's looking cool i they aren't giving away any matches like uh, that you know i'm mean? like they are but they aren't i don't know i would consider utami and tam to be giving it away yeah but that's like that's like the giveaway match for tournaments at this point really i mean they've already they already did it once la- like very recently yeah, but that was like a sprint that nobody paid attention to because it was sad. It was so good. That was like actively a really good match. It was, but like nobody paid attention to it because it was after the uh, the Siri match and before another Siri match. So this is true. <laughs> you can't you can't compete with Siri to be fair. No. Um. So I don't know. I would consider that giving it away. Um. But I feel like the. Uh, Bracket is really interesting, and I was I was saying this. I don't know who I said it to, but it's really good that there's at least a handful of different ways that they could do this. And yeah, almost I think you just tweeted this. I think you I said did. this to the ether. I did, um, but I'm going to repeat it because that's what I do. Um, and it's like there's there's four or five different ways they could go, and four or five different winners they could pick, and they would all be pretty good, right? This isn't a company where yeah. They have to do one sensible thing or it'll be bad. Or, you know, there's only two people that could win it because they're the only stars or anything like that. This is this is a wide-open tournament almost. Um, yeah. And that's very good because stardom, stardom is lucky to have so many great options anytime they do these tournaments. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it's it, they are really in a great spot because, I mean, People like Mayu and Utami probably won't win, but I mean, if they just decided, fuck it, give it to Mayu, I don't think most people would complain if they do. They're kind of losers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that won't happen. Obviously, I, I don't really see that happening, but it could um, realistically in terms of just, you know, how she's presented. And I think that's cool because it means that there's a lot more intrigue. Obviously, me and Alex are both on the jumbo train. We both think that Emeka uh, mm-hmm. should win. Um, and Maybe we'll win. I think she still will win. I know that you were kind of having doubts, but that's that's where we're both at, I believe. Yes, yes, still still on that uh Hemeka dope train. So Yeah. That that's it, it's gotta happen. It's gotta it has happen. to, definitely. 
Um, but we will obviously talk a lot more about that tournament uh, when the time comes to preview the the first round. Um, I don't know if we'll try and predict a winner or if we'll kind of do a round by round. Because I remember last year we were we both had a, a, a winner picked. And then after the first round, we were like, ah, shit, no. <laughs> She's not winning. Um, just, uh, that, <laughs> I forget who the fuck I even picked last year. That was... That feels was, like 17 years ago. I believe it was Siri before the tournament. And then she... Oh, yeah, yeah, because it was, it was Shuri and Utami were feuding. We were like, oh, they're yeah. just going to give the tournament to Shuri. Yeah. But then we also that, said, yeah, oh, well, Saya is there, and if Saya beats Tam, then Saya will win, and then Saya did, in fact, beat Tam, so... And win, yes. And win, yeah. So it, it, can, it can really change. Like, it's a tournament that can change at any moment, really, which is pretty cool. Um, so one good thing about drawing it out for a month. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, because uh, I know you're not a big fan of that, and I know some people aren't super huge on it uh, not being a one-day uh, thing anymore. Yeah, I don't really like it. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I can understand where people are coming from there. Um, I don't mind it too much, though. That's it. Silence. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hina was at the show. Yeah. At the Takadana Bob show. I didn't know that. Oh, she was? Takadana Bob? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's she's seconding Azumi right now. Oh. Because we were talking about her, and then I just saw her. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, that's Lady C. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. It looked like her. It was half her face. That was my bad. I thought it was her. They How they are both tall and look similar. Okay. Not look similar. They don't look similar. But when, when she's like, when she has her face under the ring, and it's black hair, and like, oh, just shut up. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, so I suppose that we'll move on to the review section. Um, we have three shows to review. Uh, the first of which was on March 11th. This was New Blood 1. Uh, yes. Stardom made the late decision to air this on YouTube. So we all got to watch it unfold live. And you can still watch it for free on, on Stardom's YouTube channel. Uh, last I checked, it had under 200,000 views. But... You know that's that's still a pretty good number, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, uh, somebody made a tweet about Maki Ito and AEW, and that only had like I forget how many, not that much. I think less than that. So, uh, Stardom outpacing AEW. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm not sure either, to be to be quite honest with you, but it's it's okay. Um, so. The opener. I was going. This... Uh, Momoko is the cutest in the world. That's where I was going with that. Okay, fair enough. Um, fair speaking enough. of Momokogo, she was in the opener. Uh, she beat of Sayaka of Gato Move in just under eight minutes. Um, this was good. Sayaka's forearms. Did you hear those? Those are crazy. Yes. Like, Sayaka's hey, really was good. A thud. She She's is, really and Kogo was was more than happy to respond in kind with forearms and. Uh, if you're into that kind of rookie match where they just kind of hit forearms a lot, then this is for you. And uh, I do, in fact, enjoy rookie forearms. So I had a good yeah. time. Yeah, I thought it was, it was fine. It was good. Okay. Uh, the next match then was Ai Hozan and Maria beating Wakasukiyama and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Maria, I think she submit Waka? Yes. That's what Maria does? Yes. Maybe. Yeah, she did the arm, the arm thing. Okay. Yeah, um, the special arm bar. 
I enjoyed this a lot. I thought Maria really showed out, but Hosan and Waka did a lot of good stuff. They had a little mini rivalry brewing between those two, and they played off it really well. Um, Unagi, I don't remember, did a whole lot, but, you know, she didn't really have to, because obviously Maria hates her anyway, so <laughs> that was already established. Yeah, uh, Hosan brought the real best out of Waka here, I think. Um, I say that often with Waka, but that X brings out the best in her, or Y mm-hmm. brings out the best. Waka in her. had I a great Hosan weekend. Really did. Yeah, she fair. did. Um, but I think I think Hosan really killed it here against Waka. Uh, Waka hit the Bobby Tyler, which really popped me. Um, it, it made me it made me laugh a little bit because there was like this period where Bobby Tyler made that like slingshot fucking face buster thing and then like seven people copied it and everybody got mad that bobby tyler was copying somebody that of a move that she like created oh, i think it was live morgan very funny yeah live live morgan fucking 10 from the dark order fucking another nxt like literally like so many people did it um and everybody was like why is bobby tyler stealing their moves that's so that's <laughs> so stupid and i was like everybody just wants to be bobby tyler man so uh, waka stole bobby tyler's move um because waka indeed wants to be bobby tyler um and yeah, I thought this was a fun match. Uh, I liked the little like trash talk after the match. I thought it was it was mm. good and well. Um, and I like that Waka is kind of getting a little bit of shine somewhere that isn't just against my Sakurai. Because I'm gonna be honest, my Sakurai thing is 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 not doing a ton for me at this point. You are um, maybe the only person in the world. No, like the Waka part of it is doing good, but I feel like Waka's carrying. Did you watch load. their tag match from this weekend? I did. I Dude, did. that was so good. They were really good. What? I thought I it was. I thought they were fine. I don't know. I feel like I it it's just not clicking with me. Okay. Well, you should watch the uh, the Waka and Azumi stuff from the Cork, and that was that was. Yeah, I, I was wanting to, but I didn't get the chance to. That's yeah. where I'm That's going right. next after I finish what I'm watching now. Sounds good. Okay. Um. So the obvious speculation here is that Unagi will eventually wrestle Maria uh, down the line. I could maybe see Unagi doing a marvelous Corkin um, in exchange because uh, they they do kind of bring in some outsiders for those. I don't know when the next marvelous Corkin is. Um, I think it's in May for the the three AW tag tournament final. I don't know for sure though. Um, but it definitely it seems like there's going to be a, a new blood too, and we'll obviously talk about that a bit more later because a lot of the feuds kind of continued. From from this one, uh, Maria versus Unagi being one of them. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. I think Maria getting is I think Maria's great, and I think Maria can make Unagi better. And I know that sounds bad because like they're you know, but I, I think that's a good spot for both of them right now in Stardom or just in general if they do take it over to Marvelous as well. Yeah, uh, and Marvelous could probably do with it as well, because they, aside from the tag tournament stuff, they haven't got a whole lot going on, um, aside from the colors-based warfare thing that they, they're doing. What a what a wacky group of individuals, man. It is, it is quite the promotion. Um, but the next match on this card was a uh, Queen's Quest versus DDM tag. It was Lady C and Sayaka Mitani going to a 15-minute draw with Mai Sakurai and Mirai. Um, Mariah looked like a star. Gotta say that Mariah looked great uh, in this setting, and yeah, there there was some good parts to this. I didn't love it, and uh, the the I watched it at a distance, you know, because this show was on very early, so I had to like get ready 
to to go about my day during this match. Um, but from a distance, my Sakurai and Lady C looked like they were booting the head off each other, which is pretty cool. All I know is that uh, I rated this one uh, under five, so that's bad. Because uh, wow. I, you know, under half. So yeah, I, 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 I haven't taken notes on this one. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You didn't like the Saya and Mirai stuff or anything, like. I thought it was good. Oh yeah, this is the one that went to a fucking draw. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it needed more than like seven minutes at most, okay. and it, it it doubled that. I think that was the issue. Was that it's like it it just didn't carry itself well. Fair enough. Um, all right, we won't dilly. We won't stick around on that one for too long. Especially considering, especially considering like the later matches definitely could have gone fifteen. You know, like the next That's two matches, true. yeah, realistically could have gone fifteen, and this one could have gone the length the other ones did, and it would have been way better. Fair enough. Um, the next match was Stars versus JTO. This was Hanan and Sayaida beating Tomoka Inaba and Aoi. Uh, Sayaida pinned Aoi after dumping her on her head. <laughs> that was Dude. not fun. Did not look With fun the at twist all. Twist and brain buster, bro. Yeah. Azuki came back and doesn't barely even uses the brain buster anymore. But Sai is like, nah, I can't steal her shit. I gotta make it better. <laughs> and she just fucking killed her. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they aren't doing the what was it, the Eater Rock, um, Itagon, where she the Diamond Dust. I'm surprised oh, she hasn't done that yet. Potentially, but. she just knocked Aoi out because it was a dangerous suplex. Like it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It looked gross. It wasn't fun. She didn't have Aoi up properly. She didn't really said it at all um like it's very lucky that it didn't end worse really yeah she uh she fucking killed her um i enjoyed this one i mm-hmm. thought that it had a great dynamic to it i thought that the like early on uh hanan and inaba were kind of like dueling with like judo and karate because obviously like hanan's the judoka and uh inaba has a uh, karate belt i forget which belt she technically is but you know has history in karate and they kind of like dueled with that and it clashed very well and it meshed um and then obviously ida is fucking ida she's back i'm super excited for that i realized during this match that like ida is carrying like all the things i used to love with her through wrestling because it's like she did the fucking um jungle assault nation avalanche um and i was like damn i ain't seen that move in a minute and I just like got real like not emotional, but I was like, damn, that's I love Ida. Ida's 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 been there. You know, Ida's been there for a while. And uh I don't know. I thought she did great here overall. And yeah, I think that JTO is crazy. Um, both of them. I think yeah. and I said this on Twitter, but Aoi, if she if JTO was a more like visible and people cared about it more, Aoi would straight up be rookie of the year for mm-hmm. pretty much everybody who watches wrestling. Um because like even in the parts uh, the parts um even in the parts that she isn't like super crispin like the way she carries herself like makes up for all of that uh and all of that will improve over time so in terms of potential she's insanely high and she's just really good so shout out to her as well yeah she was the real kind of star of this show um like her entrance was just captivating and it's it's an entrance I've seen before. Obviously, I've I've seen her. I know she does yeah. the dancing, but it's still just everything. Like the look, uh, the the really good production. It all just helped her make make her feel like a much bigger star. 
Um, and just it's so easy to see her charisma. Um, and for somebody who's 10 months in, the fact that she could keep up with everybody in this match says a lot. She yeah. isn't a workhorse, and that's why they have paired her with Inaba a lot. Even in JTO, she, she works, you know, she tags with Inaba a bit, um, and she also slows it down. But here, I mean, she, she worked a different style than she usually does, and she was completely fine. You know, and, and I, I think that's really good. Um, I don't think we really saw all of what Aoi can do, because I've watched, I watched her uh, wrestle in JTO there the other day, and she's she's got a really interesting technician side to her that I don't think she got to showcase at all in this match, but it is something yeah. that she has in her back pocket if she ever does kind of move on to a bigger stage. She is somebody who can not only keep up in a match like this, but if you need her to take things to the ground, she can, and she can keep it interesting. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, after the match, Ida talks her shit for a minute, and then uh, Hanan and Inaba allude to a maybe future title match at some point, mm-hmm. um, which gives me hope that my Sakurai ain't getting nowhere clear near that belt um, ever, ever, ever again. Um, thank God. Yeah, it it's, uh, definitely doesn't seem like I Mai hope. needs it. Because, um, I mean, if you're going to do a New Blood 2, then, then Hanan versus Inaba makes sense as a main event to, to sell yeah. tickets. Um, and they, I think it'll be good. Uh, Inaba was good in this. I don't think we saw everything she can do. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, she, again, kept up with somebody like Saida, who's an experienced and really good wrestler. And uh, she obviously showcased a lot of talent when she was in there with Hanan. And, um, yeah, I mean, look, the Stars, too, they, they did their job. But uh, the JTO girls definitely impressed and uh, definitely represented JTO really well. Just top out, indeed. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next match then on that the was show. like my favorite dude. That was my like dude. That was my favorite era of New Japan. Okay. Like I know like like fucking Taka just coming out and talking his shit for Zach, and then Zach just fucking does fucking grapple fuck shit. I love that. Like that was my shit. I oh my god, what an era! And then they made it into a company and created Micah and Tomo, like oh my like that's insane. I love that shit. Sorry. It's fair. Um. Yes, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know that JTO once had a faction called uh, Just Knockout? And it was like all. I deals? did. Yeah. yeah, it was dope. And, and they were like, uh, no, we, we ain't doing submissions. We beat the shit out of you. And it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And they had the, um, yeah, they had like the same theme song, but it was like remixed. And it started with Just Knockout. It was really cool. Um, yeah. On to the back to stardom. Uh, the next match was uh, Away to Tie versus Diana. It was Starlight Kid and Rocka. Eating Nanami and Haruka Umasaki, uh, Kid pinned Nanami with a moonsault. Um, I enjoyed this. I thought Nanami was pretty solid. Uh, she's somebody who I haven't seen in a while. Obviously, she's she's took time off for for her exams, so she hasn't wrestled in a long time. Um, but she was really solid here, and um, Umasaki was great. Uh, her and her and Kid forearming yeah. the shit out of each other was was just fantastic. Um, Araka was there. Araka existed. <laughs> poor Raka. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I, I thought Umasaki definitely stole the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched a lot of Umasaki just because she's like in companies, like not even I don't even watch Diana a ton, but and she's in, you know, she wrestles in Seedling occasionally, she wrestles in uh, Sendai Girls occasionally, so I just watch her uh, by default, and this kind of made me want to like 
go watch a Deanna show, you know, because like it really made me, it really put her over for me. Because I I know she's good, but she fucking killed it here. Um, I think I like her more in tag matches, is what I'm realizing, is that she's a phenomenal tag wrestler. She's a good singles wrestler as well, but uh, she really, really just overall killed it. And um, at one point, one of my favorite things was uh, Kid was trying to make a hot tag to Raka, and uh, uh, Nanami was in the ring. And she was on the ground. And so Umasaka just walks in, walks over, steps on Kid, pie faces Rucka off the apron, and then leaves the ring. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she just couldn't get a hot tag. And they were <laughs> just like, oh, all right. <laughs> I guess we're here now. It was it was, it was, was a good bit. It was a good bit. Yeah, she's great. I, I love uh, Haruka. Um, it's a little things. It's a little things. Definitely. And after the match, Kid kind of had a lot of respect for Umasaki. She said, hey, next time we should we should wrestle like one-on-one unless you want to join a way to tie. And uh, Umasaki was like, no, thanks. I, I don't want to join a way to tie, but I would like to, to wrestle you. Your and... cheeks. Yeah. My um, but again, this is another feud that's going to continue is Kid versus Umasaki. Um, and it seems like they, they want a singles match. Uh, whether they get it or not is remains to be seen. Uh, they obviously did have a singles match before. I remember we talked about it. This kid went to Deanna for a random show, and um, didn't they go like twenty? I think I think it was a fifteen-minute draw. Was it fifteen? Oh. Yeah, um, but it, they have wrestled before, and it didn't air. So so hopefully, if they do wrestle this time, it it will air, and we will get to see it. But um, yeah, good good showing from Umasaki there. And in the main event then of this show, we had Utami Hayashishita beating the debuting Miyu Amasaki in just under 12 minutes. Um, so this Miyu, she's she's got good gear already. Like, they debuted her in, yes. in basically main event tier gear. Uh, she has a great entrance theme. Like, they pulled out the, the premium beats for her. And uh, she definitely has something to her. I don't know if she's like a top four pillar kind of thing. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put make her, I don't think she'd be a top star. Um, but she's definitely she got like massive baby face energy. I think she's got like Micah potential. Like in, in terms of like. I'd say she's a bit higher than Micah. Slightly. Well, I consider Micah quite highly. So like, but yeah, I, the way I view Micah, I, I see her as she could definitely get there where, uh, yeah, because, I mean, Micah's like Goto, and Goto isn't really... Yeah, okay, maybe not Micah, higher than Micah. Like, we're talking um, upper mid-card, but I would say she's, yeah. she'd be on the precipice of the, the main event stuff. As a yeah, I, I could definitely see that. I, I don't know how how big of a ceiling she has. I think I think I disagree with you there. I think I predict her to... Because, okay, so, a few things. I, I did have some, like, specific notes uh, that her selling is, is good... It's, it's not bad, at least. Certain things, I, I feel like everything that like she like has problems with are very learnable. Like she yeah. could learn her way through that. Um, whereas certain wrestlers, they're a lot harder to you know get there with certain issues they have. Like I think that's been the issue with a lot of people in Cosmic Angels. For me, is that there are certain issues that I just can't get past. Um, whereas with her, it's like oh, like you know, she waits too long to get hit. You know, like like small things like that. Yeah. That's like, oh, you just have to improve your timing a bit, and that just comes naturally. Same thing with her technical stuff. Is that like her technical stuff was pretty good, and you know that doesn't usually happen. Usually, it takes a while to you know get 
a good technician, it takes time to just, you know, reps over and over again to learn how to be a better technician in pro wrestling. But she already had a pretty good showing here um, with her submissions. I thought that her, her knee bar looked great and Utami sold the shit out of it. And yeah, I think that she's, she definitely has a shit ton of potential. Don't know if she gets like red belt level, mm-hmm. but I could see her like getting a white belt reign a couple years down the line, uh, depending on where the white belt is at that point. But you know what I mean? Like I, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I suppose that depends on how well she starts to to project. Kind of, that's that's going to be the main issue. Obviously, is you know, building that charisma and putting that emotion into the wrestling and into the feuds and stuff. Um, as far as like raw potential goes, there there's definitely a lot there. Um, and I think she will definitely appeal to a certain fan base. You know, um. So yeah, definitely. It's the me. It's me. It's 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 the me fan base. Listen, her right. her Nazumi's entire gimmick is we are nineteen years old and I started wrestling because Azumi is it was wrestling at the same age that I was at every and I'm just like dude same except I'm not a wrestler I'm just a loner and loser who talks about wrestling in my basement like no but like I I've I really like this sounds weird but I really like related to that. Because I was like, damn, Azumi also inspired me because we are also the same age. That's really cool. And so, yeah, uh, she, she's she's my type of wrestler. That's fair. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting that she was pulling out, like, rolling leg locks and stuff. Um, yeah. I can't remember the last yeah. time I saw a Joshi rookie doing knee bars. Like, that was really fun. Um, Her knee bar was, like, the fucking highlight of the match. It looked great. Like, yeah. it. Like, I was like, damn, that move is going to be a, a killer eventually. Definitely. And I thought Utami was good as well, just kind of shrugging her off and just kind of not no-selling it, but just making it clear that she she's better than, than Miyu. You know, she, she she let her play around, and she didn't go in for the kill, but she was she knew she was going to win when she wanted to. Yeah. Um, she did hit a, a lever pedigree. Which was insane. <laughs> like she jumped and then, like, it, like I don't know. It was it's kind of like the inverse. Move. It is a very. It's the inverse move. of the of the uh, fucking uh, angels, where it's like instead of yeah. lifting the opponent up, you lift yourself up and you do it. And <laughs> oh fuck, she okay. So I'm actually watching her match against Kid right now. Yeah. Um, she is she's dope. She that, that she I'm she's great. Uh, I I predict that within. Maybe in the next six minutes. I, I just said in the next six months she'll be better than my Sakurai, but maybe in the next six minutes she'll be better than my Sakurai. I don't. Right. I that's. I think that's possible. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Fair enough. Um, so after the match, uh, Utami offered Amasaki a spot in Queen's Quest, and uh, Amasaki happily accepted. So that was. It was really cute. Because outside of the ring, Stars was like, no, please don't. No, please, please, no, no. We haven't even asked you yet. Please, don't do it. The fuck, man. Like, Saya Ida was just like, why the fuck did this happen? It was really funny. Amazing. Uh, Stars emoting on the outside. <laughs> um, so I suppose the main thing here is that uh, this show sold out in advance. And it, yep. uh, it's, it had 416 fans in attendance. So there's clearly a, a market here for, for this kind of show. And... You know, it seems like they're going to do a second one, given how much stuff advanced. Um, I mean, they gave it its own, like, name. Like, it's copyrighted as New Blood 1 and not Stardom, yes. which is, like, it, it makes me feel like this is, like, a thing that's, like, mm-hmm. 
you know, well, it looked going to continue for a while as well. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The the stardom was it a stardom map? I assume it no, it's it's map. the Hoyu. Oh it's really? Okay, map. so they didn't even have like a stardom uh, mat or a stardom pads. Like I think it's it's very. I I don't remember if they had pads, but yeah. all I remember, I think, I feel like they didn't have stardom pads. Like I feel like it was other than like the the fucking entrance like thing, it it was all not stardom. Yeah. Which which is a, a good decision, really, if you're gonna do this, you yeah. know, rookie showcase of the entire scene. Um, to keep one brand off of it, uh, kind of is is a good move. Um, but definitely, it feels like there's there's a potential for this to be a continuous. I'm not gonna say a sub brand. Like I don't think it's gonna be a a touring thing or anything like that. But definitely, if they want to run every month or two in a maybe in Corkin, because you know I could see them selling five or six hundred tickets for for something like this. And uh, Shinjuku Face also works. Yeah. Yeah, like a like, full capacity you know, Shinjuku like that, face, yeah. definitely. Um, or even a Takadano Baba show eventually. Um, like there's definitely that might room. Be a bit big, but yeah. yeah, there's definitely room for for more of them. And you know, the fact that this looked different and felt different, I definitely it was definitely a different energy to this show than there is to to a normal Stardom show. Um, and, and I really appreciate that. I like that. And you know promotions say here's this new thing and then they make an effort to make it feel different yeah yeah i think it, i think it's great um i liked it i thought it, it sucked because uh i couldn't stay up and watch it i watched the first match live and i had to go to bed but it was definitely a good match like or not a good match a good show and one that like is special and it felt different enough to where it's like it doesn't feel like a house show you know, I mean, even though like the matches weren't like pay-per-view quality, they were still, you know, unique and good. And though, you know, that's that's all you can ask from this. And I hope they keep doing it. Yeah, it was just enjoyable, you know. Yep. And that's, yeah, exactly. that's the best way to put it. All the matches were under 15 minutes. You know, a lot of them. Keep my soccer eye out of draws, though. <laughs> Very much even so. Even if it's 15 minutes. Yeah. Even if it's 15 minutes, please. Fair. Um, but yeah, definitely just an enjoyable show. Um, and their next this show. Bar to... rules, man. <laughs> Um, I'm our, sorry. <laughs> our next show to review uh, was also enjoyable. Uh, this is on March 12th. Uh, this is in the Belsal Takadano Baba. Uh, they had 337 fans here, so they got outdrawn by the rookies. Uh, very QQ uh, in a way to tie in the mud, huh? Yeah, it's almost like people are sick of watching this match over and over again. Possibly. Um, in the opener of this match, or in the of this show... Saeeda beat Momokogo in just under seven minutes. Oh, this was so good. Have you seen this? This was really good. I did. Uh, Saeeda's chops. Saeeda was hitting Miyuki Takase level chops. Like they were, yeah, she they was, were she was killing it. loud. And and Kogo was firing back with forearms. And uh, dude, I missed Ida. Ida, I didn't realize until now how unique Ida is in the ring and yeah. how much energy she brings. Like this was this was so fun. She's completely different, um, and I, I've I've said this before, and she answered my prayers that I've been begging someone to do a different exchange mm-hmm. in in like the striking trades, and she did. She did. She did her chops, and her chops were great. And I was like, thank you, because now like it, like something so simple makes her feel so different from everybody else in a great way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Like that is, oh my god, it, it's perfect. And obviously, Ida just throws fucking great ass chops. Like that's that's one of her greatest skills. In fact, that was what they kind of like. That's where the Gory Chan thing came from. Was that she would do the double arm, like you know, the double arm chop, uh, and then do the fucking you know, you know, you guys get yes. it. Uh, and she just she's great. I I. I love her so much she's such a good wrestler and i'm very happy she's back um unfortunately she did not attempt to murder momokogo here she just won with the northern lights loot box um which is okay but you know uh bring back that that spinning that that twister that twister that twister brain buster come on hell yeah um while we're talking about momo uh her sensei did not show up at new blood one um, yeah despite the the overt did... advertisement was that the sensei would be there um, Did they just like not? No, because they post on they... Twitter after saying, "Oh, the sensei was late, but they they were here and they approved of of Kogo," so it's still a thing, I guess. Yeah, uh, she's not the sensei, but I do want to mention that Kagetsu sent a flower basket to Saida when she returned, ah, yeah, that was and there was a picture of Saida looking like so, like, "Oh my god, she sent me flowers," and I was like, "Oh man, that's so cute! Oh my god, it's so wholesome!" Oh man. I, I one thing is okay. You know what? No, I'm not going to sidetrack into Kagetsu. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm thank you. It. Um, so yeah, the the Momokogo Sensei thing is just continuing. Um, they did post a picture of the Sensei doing a thumbs up, and uh, the Twitter, the Twitter, <laughs> what? yeah, the the Twitter detectives tried to figure out who the thumb belonged to because they only showed the thumb and the hand, and um. Dude, I miss so much by being blocked by Startup on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's <laughs> just, isn't there an English? Just follow the English update. Again. They no, they. Oh yeah, I do follow that. I should fucking yeah. I should. I should like. Such a I should get on that. I know I follow them, but I, I just don't look at it. <laughs> oh, Dylan. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Twitter detectives tried to figure out who the thumb belonged to. Um, it's definitely not Kagetsu's. Kagetsu has mangled ass thumbs. So uh, this big. What the fuck? What, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> her, thumbs seem, her thumbs just seem mangled. I don't know. Why are you looking at her thumbs, bro? Because everybody was comp- trying to say it was her thumb. And I was like, how is that her thumb? Just I will investigate this thumb. I am okay. looking for the thumb. It was a very big thumb. Like, it was very, very long. Um, so I have no idea. How long ago was this? It was like the day of New Blood. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll have fun with that. Um, the, the next match on the show was uh, the Don and Del Mondo team of Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Mirai, and Julia eating the Cosmic Angels team of Wakasukiyama, Unagisaka, Minishirakawa, and Tam Nakano in just under 15 minutes. Mai um, Sakurai pinned Waka, uh, not with the elbow this time, but with what's being called a front buster. So uh, Mai has a new move here to, to win matches. And um Oh the 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 gourd buster. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed a lot of the Waka and my interactions. The crowd is really into it, like the crowd is really hot for Waka. Um and she was pulling out some new things here, some new roll ups and some new moves. Did you see the one where she like drapes them over the bottom rope and then launches herself into it to, to ricochet them? It's really cool. Um like I missed that. Yeah, no. I, I like Waka's Waka's improving really cool. a lot and uh she's adding to her moveset. And, you know, people are into this thing with her and Mai. It's definitely given them a lot of energy. Um, and just, yeah, they, they really carried this match, I thought. It's a thin-ass thumb. It is. It's a very thin thumb. Thin. 
thumb is two words that I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. It's not Kagetsu's. That's not Kagetsu's thumb. <laughs> Somebody put a picture of Brandy Rose. <laughs> Lord, oh, man. I mentioned Will Ospreay one time and our recording thing just leaves. And I, I feel like that's a sign. Fuck Bill and everything he stands for, man. Oh, yeah. He ain't, have a, he ain't um, had a good match in like four years. <laughs> I do not know if that's true and I do not care to find out. Um, so, the next match on this show was Natsupoi, Himeka, Micah, and Siri of Donna Del Mondo taking on Koguma, Hazuki, Hanan, and Mayu Watani of Stars. And Natsupoi pinned Hanan in just over 13 minutes. Um, this, this was another pretty good match. Um, this is another one where I feel like everybody had an extra pep in their step compared to the usual output that we've seen from them. Um, yeah. Because I feel like it's been a while since Stardom did a show that wasn't like a, a smaller house show. So it's very noticeable the energy of the wrestlers in... You know, those shows in the middle of nowhere versus here in, in Takadano Baba. Like, even Micah felt like she was running that little bit faster. She was, like, sprinting around, and I was like, this is how you know everybody is extra energized here. And I don't know if it's because they were in Tokyo or if because uh, they didn't want to be shown up by New Blood 1. Um, but I definitely feel like everybody worked a little bit harder on this show and yeah. um, led to matches like this being pretty good. I think uh, Koguma killed it a lot, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I forget what it was. I think it was just like, just in general, it's it's one of those things where Koguma just has, you know how, have you ever watched Tough Enough? Um, not in a long time. Okay, well, it's been a long time for me as well, because, you know, Tough Enough may have been around for a minute. But in Tough Enough, the reason why they kicked out like half of the people, uh, especially in the later seasons, was... Uh, you're not doing anything in between the moves, right? It's like, you don't get psychology. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? You ain't doing anything in between the moves. What am I supposed to do? Things. Koguma does things in between the moves better than, like, anybody else in wrestling. Like, she just, like, just is naturally, like, just feeds off of a wrestling environment. And it's just really, really good. Um, At one point, they all took turns, like, chopping Natsupoi, and Koguma did it, and, like, she was like, that felt weird do i then she like looked around she's like do i do it again and Nizuki's like no just just fucking let's let's move on let's move on <laughs> don't do it again <laughs> don't move let's move on let's move on <laughs> and she's just laughing just like stop go go just keep going and i was like see like and it wasn't like a like a haha like uh, comedy bit it was just koguma naturally just doing something funny and i think mm-hmm. koguma really showed out here and azuki and shuri did a shit ton of just crazy shit as well yeah um, one of those matches that, like, you knew was going to be good, it should have been good, and it was quite good. So uh, there's there's no need to uh, complain about it. There's not a ton to even talk about. It was just, you know, quite a good match. Um, not to point one with the SOS, yeah. which that I didn't be. know she used, but it's cool. I love that move. It's a good move. Um, yeah, Mayu and Suri kind of continued their uh, builds to their, their very strange builds to the title match. Um, they did a few bits in the match, and then afterwards, Mayu kind of ran away from Siri and was like, "Get away from me!" So, um... oh no, she stole her belt. 
Have you not uh, see that? She tried, and then Siri went after her, and Mayu. Yeah, Michael was like, "Hey, hey, hey, get her!" Because <laughs> yeah. like Michael was like, "Hey, yo, yo, yo!" And it was, it was, it was. I, I fucking love. I love so, these people. It's so strange. I, I. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Who knows, uh, man? This company is so odd. Um. Uh, that led us on to our main event. Uh, this is the Queen's Quest versus Uedo Tai Tug of War match. Uh, this is the five on five. I, I would say a gauntlet, but it was basically a best of five singles matches. Um, and in what we should have expected, this ended in a draw because, of course, it did. How does, dude? How does that? Like, I get how it happens because, like, obviously, I watched it. I, I actually just watched it this morning, but. How the fuck do they do this? Like, how do they how do they find a way to make like it less interesting than a way to tie simply winning? Like, that's the worst. Like for me, that's like the worst uh, outcome. Is like, oh, uh, not Natsuko fucking hits them with the pipe, and then a way to tie wins. Ha ha ha! But they somehow made it worse, and they did that for like three of the matches. But then they had a draw, and then it was a draw, and it's what the fuck, man. <laughs> Yes. Did any of that make any coherent sense, or was I just um, speaking words? It made slight sense, kind of. All right. Yeah. Hey, yo, <laughs> fucking Azumi's in the Eva gear. That's cool. She hasn't. What? Am I crazy? She's been wearing the white gear a lot, right? I don't know, to be quite honest okay. with you. Because, like, I, I was just really like, that noticed. looks looks different. It's the it's it's her old gear. It's cool. Right. Right. Um, so the first match of this best of five was Itami Haishishita versus Momo Watanabe. Uh, they went to a 15-minute draw to kick things off. And um, this, if we're, if you're going to rate this as like five individual matches, which I guess is the way to do it, yes, because that's what it was. Um, this would definitely be like notebook spreadsheet territory for a lot of people because it was. It wasn't the fastest paced match ever. It was a kind of slower paced than usual, but they made up for it by just kind of throwing haymakers the entire time. Like, it was very snug in, in how yeah. they worked it. I thought the standout here was Utami's selling, for sure. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of Momo's offense, like, it looks good, but it's only as good as how people sell it. And I feel like Utami just fucking like she was she legit like Momo would like gently like nudge her leg and she would like oversell it to the max and I I was like okay that wasn't necessary but that also just meant that she just kept selling it and I thought she did really well in that department. Um, yeah, this was a bit slower. It was a bit more you know who was the slow methodical pace benefit here and it was Momo because Momo mm-hmm. kind of beat her ass most of the time. But when it got like faster and it got like you know it got going and it got a lot of you know heat behind it, uh, Utami killed it and Momo killed it. So uh, this is what you would want to watch out of these five matches for sure. That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I would agree there. Um, and the draw kind of makes sense. That's you know the the big payoff is obviously Utami eventually beating Momo, uh, which they're gonna push out. Um, the aggression is is certainly still there between them. Uh, the next match was Saki Kashima beating Lady C. Um, this is pretty standard. Uh, took about seven minutes. Way longer than I expected. Like I know that like this, I say this a lot about Lady C matches, but especially with like a Saki Kashima match, I expected this to be like the one that they were rushing. 
you know it's like okay yeah. uh let's let's just go fucking 12 seconds and she pins lacy because that is what saki kashima does because she hasn't done that in a while but i was like oh so that's that's gonna be the slow match or the the short match but it wasn't mm-hmm. it went seven minutes it was fine though yeah it was all right um, the next match then was Azumi beating Rina in, in just under nine minutes, and I thought this was pretty good. Uh, there was a lot of really creative stuff in this one. Um, like, even the cheating was, was creative, and, and Lady C kind of helping Queen's Quest cheat back at one point was really good. Uh, Rina at one point went for the video game strat, and she pulled Azumi over to the corner of the venue uh, to try and get the countout win which is, is very intelligent. Uh, I'm sure we've all tried that on a WWE video game in the past. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Classic. And Yeah, like, I just... It was really good. I don't know. It was so creative, and they worked it really well, and they kept a really good pace throughout. Like, I thought it was thought it was pretty good. I wasn't as crazy about it. Uh, this is probably still number three of matches. Yes. Um, yeah. So very middle of the line. But I thought it was pretty solid. Um, I did think it was creative. I... At this point, I was kind of getting tired of every single match there being heaps of interference. But, I mean, it's a no time match, so what the fuck do I expect? Um, but I thought this was the one that did it the best out mm-hmm. of the ones that did it. Because I think the one downfall of the Momo versus Utami match was just that it's like Natsuko literally walked into the ring and just hung out for a few minutes so that Momo could do like a shit ton of just heal shit and i was like damn that's not how this should work <laughs> like uh, like okay but uh i thought this match did the best with the heel stuff so uh decent that's fair um the next match after that then was Sakamtani beating ruaka uh to to put queen's quest back ahead um this was a lot of ruaka um, a lot of Saya selling for Rocka, and then Saya just won with an out of nowhere Frankensteiner. Like it was, it was all right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, um, and then the final part of the match was a Starlight Kid beating Miyu Amasaki in just over eleven minutes. Um, so they gave Miyu the big spot here to go on last, and um, I mean it was fairly good. Her, her and Kid had a fairly good match here. Um, I still, I do think some of Miyu's limitations shown through a lot in, in parts of it um but you know her everything else is is really clear that it's there and uh kid really did try to make her look good yeah i i, I actually really like this one as well maybe not really liked it but i, I did enjoy it quite a bit um Mia looked really good here uh like I said, her knee bar is like one of my favorite moves in wrestling. Right, now. like I know this is like really early, but I just like she just does a fucking killer knee bar, and I like that. So um, I was pretty good, and then kid one with the star shooter, which I I like that move. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been a minute since she pulled it out, and yeah, I thought I thought it was a fine match. I like that they gave me the the shot. It was. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but they did like a whole like tug of war lottery earlier, like with the mm-hmm. with the ropes. Um, and, like, I imagine it was worked, but it was really funny, because all of the girls were like, oh, shit, you're, you're, you're in the main event, bro, and she's like, what the, again? What the fuck? What the fuck? Why am I in the main event again? <laughs> this, is, this is, like, you could just see the look on her face, like, oh, fuck, this ain't good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I thought that, I think she is a great babyface, like, an absurdly yes. good babyface already, because yes. it's like, Definitely. I want her 
her to succeed. And where it's like, I don't know, she, she just has something about her. She definitely has something about her. And I think for once, Kid definitely makes great heel. And I don't give her that credit a lot because I think that usually her heel work is a bit uh, lacking overall. But I think in this match, she was a really good, just, you know, overpowering heel. And yeah, overall, quite good. That's fair. Um, after the match, immediately after the match, Starlight Kid tried to talk shit, and Utami got in and was like, it, it was a draw. How are you going to talk shit? Like, you didn't win. <laughs> um, and then Momo got in, and basically Momo wants a disbandment match. She wants Queen's Quest to go away. So, you, Queen's Quest didn't seem as up for that stipulation. Uh, they didn't shy away from it. I know Kamatani got on the microphone and was like, listen, whatever stipulation you want, we will fight you. Um, but it definitely seems like, based on the promo and based on the backstage comments, that Uedo Tai wants a match with Queen's Quest where if Queen's Quest loses, they disband. Um, whether that changes to incorporate, well, if Uedo Tai loses, they disband too or not, I don't know. Because a lot of the factions generally don't do that. They're just like, all right, yeah, we'll accept whatever you lay down. Okay, cool. Um so we'll have to wait and see they there. They can't but definitely disband them now, right? They can, I guess. They, well, yeah. they can. Dude, Jan, Az- Jan was still Azumi adding. Azumi is is Azumi is fucking jobbing the shit out of Waka and Tamara. That was just so cool. Yes. Oh my god, she's just like, hey, like she's just talking to Daichi, bro. She's just talking. To- <laughs> oh man, I love wrestling sometimes. My How bad. did you interrupt we'll that yourself? You interrupted your own like tangent here. How did you do this? Queen's Quest can't can't disband. Yeah, um, I know John was John was doing that, but I don't know. Like it just doesn't. It feels like they're building something with Queen Queen's Quest, right? Whereas, um, like, they're probably the most aimless of everyone. To be honest with you, like they're just kind of they exist solely to feud with the to tie at this stage. Man, you ain't gotta say it like that. Well, like, think about it. If if they went away, what would be the big, um, like, loss there? Um, I don't think they're gonna go away. But they, like, they probably won't. That's not really um, a thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like, they they probably won't go away. Uh, a way to tie, I'll probably be like, oh, we'll put our our box on the line or some shit, and they'll you know, <laughs> quest will win. Um, the funny thing is, is that that's one hundred percent what they're gonna do. Probably, yeah. Daichi's gonna, Daichi's gonna fast count it too. He's gonna be like, "Yeah, Queen's Quest wins." <laughs> Fuck, yeah. get the box away. I'm sick of it. And then the way oh, that I'll show up the next week with the box anyway, because yeah, why would they listen to a stipulation? Dude, oh man, I hate how like accurate that would be. Because like that, that seems like this generation of Oedo Tai. It's like, why, why would we listen to that? Just like every other thing that Oedo Tai has ever done, like any, any, uh. Any comeuppance that they've ever gotten, they've been like, oh, okay, so what? Omega lol. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. That's their entire reaction. It's like, just sell something once, please. Yeah. They, um... they got beat. They got beat one on five by Mayu. And there is like, eh, okay. Yeah, that was very fun. <laughs> um,. Yeah, that's that. We will have to keep an eye on that because uh, it does seem like we're moving towards a action disbandment match. I would assume it'll be maybe June or July after all of the uh, Cinderella stuff settles down. 
um, but we'll have to wait and see there. Um, but with that, we are on to our last show to review. And that show to review, it was on March 13th. Uh, this was this was just called the Corkin Tournament because Stardom gave up on naming these things a long time ago. Um, yeah, it was really frustrating because for a period they were naming their shows and I was like, oh, great. That means in my like match guide, I can like have specific names and it'll, mm-hmm. it's like useful, you know? And then after a while, it, I just had to start naming them Stardom in, in Himeji, Stardom in Mie, Stardom in Osaka. Yeah. Stardom at Belsal. Stardom at Cork. And I was like, God, can you just name them again, please? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I guess it was too difficult for them. But um, they they did too much 778 power. fans here for this Corkin. And I don't know if you pay nearly as much attention to this stuff as I do, but that is higher than their previous sellout limit. Right? Yep. So... Also, that's, that's high. I know that's high. I don't pay super attention, but I do know that's high. Yeah, let me see here. Because there was one set number that they hit like every time for a while where they would sell out a Corkin. Um, and I guess that was the attendance cap. But it seems Wasn't so... it like 620 or something? I want to say like, or low 600 maybe. No, it was higher. Was it? Yeah, let me find it, because that would be very helpful to what I'm trying to do. It would. Yes. All right, yeah, so it was. I think it was the 714 number, where every sellout they had a Corkin was 714, um, or even 725, actually. That was at 725. I'm seeing it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking um, 625, it's 725. So they sold 778 tickets to this, and they didn't know that it was a Corona-limited attendance, you know, because they had been doing that all the time for, for their their uh, show reports, you know, the, the stardom, their, their own show reports. They would say that, oh, this is our attendance, and it's because of, uh, you know, limited number of Corona measures. That was That was it. So they didn't say that here, and they sold more tickets. So I assume the restrictions on attendance have been eased, and they are now allowed to sell more tickets for for Corkins and stuff. Possibly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because uh, that's the only reason I could see them not only breaking past their last limit, but also not putting in the, the little note that it, it's limited due to the virus. Yeah, I mean, uh, they are reportedly going down pretty much everywhere, so uh, it's possible that they are getting closer to, you know, the fuller, full, the fuller arenas, which will be cool. But mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, honestly. Like, maybe, I mean, that is a pretty small difference of, like, what, 30 fans, did you say? What was it, 750? How many did they get here? They had 778. Oh yeah, that's. Well, I'm not doing math right now. That's 50. well, it's it's not a huge <laughs> difference, but presumably they they will be able to sell a lot more tickets than usual if you know the cap has eased. Yeah. Um. So it'd be interesting to see how that comes into play for kind of the future, because especially because you know once everything is opened up again, is this a promotion that's gonna run? 
you know, these massive venues, or will they maybe base out of Cork and, and try to, you know, sell 1,800 to 2,000 tickets at that venue and have that be their bigger shows, you know? Man, a packed Corkin would be... Oh, man. Oh, That's dude, exciting like, to it's, me. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... There's crazy. no environment good as, like, a packed Joshi Corkin. It's yes. been a minute since those have been you know commonplace but yeah well yeah uh the only ones we ever see now are when we get to watch like ajw for for vtg yeah pretty stuff. much <laughs> um but yeah i suppose uh with uh the attendance nerd stuff out of the way uh the opening match of, of this show was mina shirakawa beating momokogo and fukigin death uh fukigin has new entrance music did you, did you know does that? she yeah. i i did not get to hear that no what's up it's really good. It's like it has like a long intro that that goes through a I'll few go back and phases, um, and then it's it's a proper dance beat, like it's a proper groovy song. Um, so it, they gave her a really good theme, which is is pretty funny given she's she's like an evil clown. Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, this Italian shit? What? It sounds Italian. Really? Go on. Go on. There is some bits that are a bit weird. It sounds it sounds like pizza time from Spider-Man 2. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like pizza time, bro. It changes. Oh my it, god. It goes through phases. We we Italians are clowns. Everybody knows this. <laughs> Amazing. Um yeah. So th- this match had three wrestlers with very good entrance themes uh going on it cuz um Mina's is Mina's is a dance <laughs> tune. It just no, it just zoomed in on her face in the in the nothing. I'm sorry. You are all over the place today. Yeah, this is a bop. <laughs> I told you. No, I okay. So you know how they have like Titantrons? Yes. Like the I didn't expect it to just zoom in on her face real quick. <laughs> and I oh man. Okay. All right. Um. Well, this match was a battle of three people with good entrance themes. Uh, I don't know if you like Mina's or not. Mina's is great. It's fine. Um, and Momokogo's is is good. Um, Momo's is good, yeah. And yeah, this was this was an alright three way match. Uh, there was a there was some fun bits of Fukingen comedy, but otherwise, I I didn't love it too much. Good song. You know what? That is, in fact, the best takeaway to have. From, from this match is that Fukigen has a good song. Um, I, I only got to watch uh, two matches on the show, so yeah, no, that's I fair. Don't have a that's ton, fair. but yeah. Uh, the next match then was Unagi Sayaka beating Mai Sakurai in uh, six and a half minutes. Uh, Dylan, this was not very good. Um, I I would have been okay with it had they just had Unagi destroy Mai, but then Mai kind of beat Unagi up a lot. And then it it just ended. Um, like it was a weirdly laid out match, and neither of them are good enough to pull it off. Yeah, that's expected. Yeah. Um, the next match then was Adeline. big news. Big big news coming from from this next matchup though. Uh, Miyu Amasaki officially surpasses my Sakurai in my matchless rankings. Hell yeah! <laughs> I wish I was joking because <laughs> I've watched ten my Sakurai matches. And I've watched three Miyu Amasaki matches, and she's already better. So, <laughs> oh man, 
All right. Well, the match that was after that was Miyu Amasaki and Azumi of Queen's Quest versus Waka Tsukiyama and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Azumi pinned Waka with the double foot stomp. Um, I was amazed by how good Waka and Azumi were together in this match. Waka is, is oh, yeah. very impressive. Like she, she was really, really Fucking- good. Azumi sold her ass off for Waka, and yeah. I don't think many people are willing to do that. And that's a that's a commendable thing for Azumi to do. I know, like that sounds like it's like a charity case, but like in terms of like kayfabe, it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're selling for Waka, you do not. It's it's not. It doesn't look good on you. Um, but Azumi killed it. She sold her ass off for for Tam. The thing, the funny thing is, is that I watched this and I was like, damn, Azumi and Tam have they had a singles match before? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, they've had two. And then I thought about it, I was like, I did not like either of those. <laughs> I was like, damn, how did that happen? Because like, just their exchanges in this were really, really good. Azumi, uh, like I said, sold her ass off for her. And I thought that Miyu also sold very well. And I think Azumi, when she was on top, also just fucking killed it. Uh, she's wearing the Evil One gear, which is obviously uh, Evangelion gear. It's my favorite gear of all time. Uh, shouts out uh, to Shinji one time. But yeah, I, I thought it was a really good match. Quite, Quite good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was definitely, it was really good. Like, Azumi and Waka really carried a a large part of it, and they were fantastic together. Um, Also, like I said earlier when I was laughing at it, uh, Azumi got Waka and Tam in an armbar, in a double armbar, and she was just talking to Daichi. She was like, oh, I can't, I can't do this? Really? But it's not, I'm double teaming them. I'm I'm doing, really? Fine, I'll let go. Like, she was just talking. And I was just like, this is, this is so base. This is why she's my favorite wrestler. Also, they have a team name. Oh my god. Dylan. They do have a team name. I'm, I'm just saying. Please focus. No. They have a team name. <laughs> it's uh, either O2 line or like online, but with a 2 in it. Uh, yeah. Because it looks like they online. were born in O2? Is the, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I hate them already. That's it. They're heels now. I know. I actually, I actually hate them too because I was born in early 2003. So like, I can't be a part wow. of Wow part of the crew that is harsh like they really excluded me by like you know 20 days that's pretty terrible yeah um so we we said in the the preview that this match would give us a good glimpse into how they view Mew. in that you know waka is somebody who if you're positioned below her then you are the bottom of the totem pole um but the fact that Mew is amasaki was in this match and she didn't take the fall uh, at least tells us that they view her higher than they do Waka. Um, Especially considering it's Tam and Izumi, uh, mm. who naturally Tam would go over. Yes. You know? So, yeah, definitely Miyu is, is stronger than we know, I think. Yes. In terms of how they view her. Very much so. Um, but, you know, Waka was the real star of the show, so she's definitely getting over in her own way. Um, Waka hit the Bobby Tyler again, which I'm happy that's about. That's great. Uh, the next match then was the Uedo Tai team of Mum Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Raka, Rina, and Saki Kashima beating the Stars team of Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, Saeeda, and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, Rina pinned Hanan, I believe, with the Pink Devil. I don't know what that move is, but that's that's what she did. I'll check it out. Um, I I I'm, okay. So I started oh watching this. Oh my god! I started watching. Kid did another promo, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's what she does generally jesus christ um so i started watching this match and then i got interrupted halfway through and uh stardom world did not save where i left off so i simply gave up because i wasn't bothered finding it again 
as you do. Yeah. Um, what I saw was a pretty standard way to tie match. Uh, Stars now has color coordinated jackets. And, oh, uh, uh, the the pink devil or pink death or whatever yeah. is just the glory bomb. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, so stars are an aesthetic goal because they all have brightly colored jackets now, and, and I think that's very nice. Yeah, I totally agree. I think stars is like, like they're the best faction. Yes. Um, also, we didn't talk about it. Saida obviously has new gear for her comeback, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's green, it really but then good. there's like white, and there's kind of pink tape down towards the bottom. Um, there's lots of different colors involved here and they they work together really well um she's got colorful hair yeah that too yeah she looks great like honestly her charisma and, and everything is just jumping out really she really took advantage of uh having two working arms uh, <laughs> while not having working legs because she is jacked bro yes she is fucking jacked to like gills she looks great very much so um did kids say anything of note in that promo I'm not watching it. Okay. Um, Literally, no, I, I skipped like three minutes and she was still talking. I was like, how how do you do this? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is insane. And then I realized that I do that quite frequently. So I understood. Yeah. All right. Um, so the next match on the show then was Mirai and Siri wrestling Tekla and Julia to a 20-minute draw in a Ryugoku outpost battle. Um, I think we all had this peg to go to a draw because they, they like to send these outpost matches to a draw, uh, especially when DDM are involved. Um, yeah. Honestly, like the match aside, Siri and Julia definitely want to kill each other. Like the, the energy between them is insane. There were There were multiple points where one of them would just kick the other really hard and they would just go for the throat. They would try and grab each other by the throat. Like they are going to kill each other. Yeah, probably. I'm actually I'm excited for that match. Um, Julia's in her house show gear, which I am very thankful for because I don't know why, but her her big match gear is kind of giving me a bad taste in my mouth. Um, outside of that Konami match, uh, so but her house her house show matches have always been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's she's rocking it, and I didn't get to watch this one, but I probably will after we're done recording. Yeah, no, definitely, because uh, the Julia and Siri exchanges are some some pure. I saw it on Twitter. Spite. I saw that on Twitter. It, it looked really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they went at it. Um, after the match, uh, Risa Sarah and Karumi Hiragi, a prominent, showed up to stir the pot. Uh, Julia was like, "I don't care about any of you. Where's Suzu? Uh, I believe Suzu was on a wave show that day. I, I can't she was catching the wave, bro. She yes. was she was catching the wave. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she was on a wave show. If she something. wasn't, then she was not catching the wave. But still, no, it's cool to catch not. the wave. I'm pretty sure she lost to Yuki Miyazaki, which is is pretty. She fun. did. Yeah. She did. I, mean, I, I remember me. there was like a big thing. Oh, you gotta keep them separated, bro. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I love. I, this is a total sidetrack. I apologize. We've we've been doing this too much today. But uh, Hibiscus Me and uh, Miyazaki coming out to the offspring. Mm-hmm. stays the greatest thing in professional wrestling history like dude they're coming out to a song about gang violence and they're t-posing during it yeah that is the coolest thing the like ever period and then they beat suzu fu- fucking suzuki like oh like I, I love them so much that's like my favorite team yeah they're pretty cool you gotta keep them separated bro um, so since uh suzu wasn't here julia slapped the shit out of risa and just left 
Um, and then Siri and Risa, Sarah continued their little thing, and Siri said, "Look, when I defend this belt uh, at Ria Goku, I want to defend against you, Risa, Sarah." So that seems to indicate that maybe the Cinderella finals, Siri will defend against Risa, Sarah. Obviously, Siri would have to be eliminated from the tournament, but that seems to be the way that they would go. Um, and then you get Siri and Risa, Sarah as a kind of a money drawing match there. Funnily enough, uh, the, this is the one time where I kind of wish, uh, like, faction movement could happen. Because, like, obviously nobody in Storm's going to prominence because, like, doesn't really yeah. work like that. Um, but, like, if prominence, like, helped Jumbo, that would be, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, you know, like, like in, in terms of, like, stardom purely, if Jumbo joined prominence, that would be dope. But, like, that would imply so many other things that wouldn't work. So, uh, obviously, it's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that maybe the final, maybe Golden Week, they could probably wait that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that's a good match. I'm excited for that. That's fair. Um, and, yeah, that is, no, that is not that show. Um, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So, um the main event was an Artists of Stardom Championship match. Uh, Maihime Poi defended against Lady C, Sayakamitani, and Utami Hayashishta of Queen's Quest. Uh, Micah pinned Lady C in just under 19 minutes with the Mishidoku driver. Uh, I didn't get to see this one, but I did make sure you watched it. So what did you think? I did watch it. Uh, I thought it was good, obviously. Um, Maihime Poi is very funny because... Uh, before I watched this match, I saw on one of their Instagram stories that they were playing uh, three-way Jonkin, um, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and Micah won. And then it turns out that that meant that Micah got the honor of uh, going crazy for the last 10 minutes. Because DDM does that a lot, where it's like they, they like circle in like two or three wrestlers, and then the last wrestler doesn't wrestle until the very end, and she just sticks it out. And uh, so Micah... Before the match, one rock, paper, scissors, getting the right to beat the shit out of Lady C for 10 minutes, um, which I found very funny, like in hindsight, um, when I put the things together. Overall, I thought this was really good. I, I mean, like, Miami Po is probably the best trio that they've had in multiple years. Um, probably, almost definitely the best trio that they've had hold these belts in a long, long time. Um, they're consistent. They work like a fucking machine together before the match uh jumbo's belt fell off and they were like the the, t- the time to dance was about to start and she was like fumbling she's like i need to put this back. i'm just gonna throw it throw it and then she starts dancing and like she's like throws the belt to the side and she's like fuck i gotta start dancing and it, was, it was really funny um and yeah i i just thought this was a good match overall uh utami and saya kept saving lady c i feel like the issue continues to be that they leave lady c out to dry a bit mm-hmm. too much um, this match didn't suffer too much because I think that uh, all three of Mahime Poi work well with Lady C, so it wasn't too bad, but it still was noticeable, uh, especially in like the second half, I'd say. I don't think that uh, they needed Lady C to just get her ass beat the entire time, but Micah's fucking Mishinoka driver stays one of the best moves in stardom. Uh, she has, has fucking sauce on it, you know? It, <laughs> it's... Like, I, I know, I know, uh, weren't you talking to Deshaun about that? Um, yes. Where, like, about, yeah, he, like, she just does it, and she just does it well. And it's the most simple move, but she has so much stank on it that it just, it's different. Um, 
And yeah, overall, great stuff. I think Micah obviously showed out. Uh, she won Rock, Paper, Scissors, so of course she did. And yeah, I didn't get to watch the post-match, but it was good. Okay. Um, in the aftermath, uh, DDM said that if we get, what was it? One more defense. Oh, okay, yeah. So they said if we defend the belts again, we're going to tie the uh, the record for the most defenses in a single reign. And if we get two, then we set a new record. And this obviously drew out Tam, Mina, and Unagi because they are obviously the, the record, holders record holders of the most defenses in a single reign. And also they are the, the longest reigning uh, artist champions in history. So... Yep. Basically, the the Cosmic Angels trio they want to stop the DDM trio from matching their record, and the DDM trio well they just want to win. They want to set their own record, so that's a pretty straightforward reason to to do the the title match. Uh, there was no date set that I know of. Um, I assume it'll be sometime next month. Uh, I don't know if there's like a Corkin or something maybe in between all of the uh, the Cinderella stuff. Um. But yeah, it's it's just pretty sensible, really, isn't it? Is this like the best stretch of booking yeah. these titles have ever had? Where the the oh definitely they're just like, hey, we want the record. Oh, well, we have the record, so we're gonna stop you. <laughs> like, I mean, genius. like outside of the like you know four Mahimipoi versus Cosmic Angel matches that made no sense. Uh, the past like since Kozen won the belts, they've been like the the belts have been booked pretty well, um, at least treated pretty decently as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kozen might win. Yeah, I would. I could see them being transitional champions to to get the belts onto another group. Because, like, I feel like no, the three of them aren't doing anything mm-hmm. really, and I feel like my Himipoi might break up soon. Yes, unfortunately. Uh so that would make sense. Unfortunately, again. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like thinking of my Himipoi going under to. Uh, to Cosmic Angels, but I think it might need to happen. Definitely, yeah. Because especially with how we both think that Cinderella might play out, you're going to have Himeka busy. And I assume Micah will challenge Saya on that May pay-per-view. So you have Micah busy as well for the next month. So... Not to play not winning high speed, but she's... Yeah, she's in the high speed title match as well. She's probably the second defense of Azumi, she'll probably be a singles match. Yeah. So I be they've all got something going on, and it would be kind of whatever to, to do the record twice in a row. Um. So yeah, I could see Cosmic Angels winning and maybe dropping them to, to Julia's squad, whatever that might be, after the breakup. Um, but I could definitely see the, the, the Cosmic Angels just being a transitional Rain to kind of get them from my Himepoi through the DDM breakup to you know whoever they want after that. Unless my Himepoi remains through the breakup and they drop the tiles to the other side of the breakup, but I doubt that. Well, they could always vacate it's, them, it's I guess, if two. they wanted. Um, yeah, but I feel like it would just like I, they can, but and they probably, yeah, actually, yeah, because then you'd get like a tournament out of it, even to, to crown true. new champions. They like doing those Joe's tournaments, yeah. Well. So, I mean, that that is that is possible i guess if ddm does retain uh they have a lot of trios now that they do um but to me i would say the the cosmic angels will win and um just kind of drop the belts then to whoever they need yeah i can see that 
right. Um, so that is that show. Uh, we have two shows to preview. Uh, the first of which is on the 20th of March. So they're starting a bit late here. And um, this is at Hamamatsu. It's a, a lovely favorite place, uh, Shizuoka. Um, and the opener of this show is Saeeda versus Waka Skiyama. Um, poor Waka. Waka's about to get brain busted, bro. Yeah. Hopefully. Saeeda's going to kill her. I hope. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's going to um, slay them all till she gets to the top. Yeah. And by them all, I mean Waka Skiyama. Slay them all. Hell yeah. Um, the next match then after that is Tekla and my Sakurai of DDM versus Saki Kashima and Rina of Oedo Tai. Oh no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, the reason God. why Miyu Amasaki is already outpaced uh, everyone. She's actually almost outpaced two of these wrestlers. Yes. Yes. Rina is is the only one that's uh, higher. Of course. Like firmly. Of course. She actually ties Saki. Wow, you don't very yeah. harsh on Tekla. This is Tekla, 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 Tekla. Tekla's Tekla's like fucking top fifteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's high. Well, you were just—I didn't know you were just. I forgot that Tekla was there. How did you forget? Who did you think Mai was teaming with? I don't know. survived 18 years on this planet i'm 19 you motherfucker how have you survived that long i don't know any day now it's it's not gonna go so well probably okay um i guess the way that tie team wins here yeah maybe i don't know tecla could could pull out a win maybe yeah actually yeah i think i think i don't think the way i think i think tecla might win all right yeah um, the next match then is Himeka, Natsupoi, and Mirai of DDM versus Rocka, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe of Oedo Tai. Um, I don't know, I could maybe see this going to a draw, because Rocka has it the SWI like title match. match. Yeah, yeah, that's a strange matchup. Not strange, but like, I'm surprised they put them all together. Yeah, in it's, like a uh, three on three. Suppose it was all they had left for after some of their other. I mean, games. I guess. I guess they could go over Roka. Possibly, but she does have that SWA Roka. belt match, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe like Julia over Roka. Wait, is it Julia? No. Julia's in this match, right? Wait, who the who the fuck? There's so many people in DDM. Dude, Who's it's in this Haneka, match? Natsupoi, and Mirai. I think Jumbo over Roka. All right, fair enough. Um. The next match then is a ten woman tag. It is Jesus. everyone in stars versus everyone in Queen's Quest. So oh. figure that out for yourselves. Um, that sounds fun. It does. Uh I'd imagine stars wins. Um they're kind of the all stars here. Yeah. I mean anybody over Lady C yes, pretty much. Pretty much. Um it's 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 bad that Lady C is the pinnier for me already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Yeah. Uh but I mean, you know, I, that's that's one thing. Uh, again, sorry about the sidetrack, but they are very specific with like who 
takes pins nowadays. Like, there's like this thing on Reddit, on the Star on Reddit, that's like, oh, the win loss percentages of each wrestler. Oh, it looks like this wrestler's doing really well. And I'm just like, yeah, because Julia's drawed 17 times. Like, what, what, like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, she's not, the, yeah, she's the most protected wrestler because she's been drawn against like 19 million times. It works like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Lady C's probably. Uh, second to last in the pecking order. Uh, Waka is obviously last, and yeah. I think Miu, as of right now, is. I mean, she's only ever lost to the two like of the five top stars. To be fair, so pretty much we don't really know about Miu. Yeah, that's true. She could be higher placed than fucking Unagi for all I know. Mm, I, I mean, not literally, but like Unagi has not beaten Kid or Utami either. You know what I mean? Mm. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, speaking of Unagi, we need more research. Unagi is in our main event. Uh, this this is a this is a gimmicky main event. It is Donna Del Mondo and Cosmic Angels return to Origins. So it is Julia, Siri, and Micah of Donna Del Mondo oh, wow. versus Tam, Mina, and Unagi of the Cosmic Angels. Oh, this is this is the DDM fucking breakup tour. Yes, I forgot this weekend. Yeah, right? yeah. So that is um that is a little, your our little trip down memory that lane. Is, uh, was, draw? was this the first, maybe maybe Julian was this the first ever um, was this the first ever DDM match? No, 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 no. Uh, DDM debuted before they even fucking cousin even began. Oh shit! Remember? Yeah, actually, yeah. It might be like one of the first Kozen matches. Yeah. Okay. So both both factions but... went back to their original uh, forms, which is which is a really cool little yeah. thing. Um, also, a further sign that DDM is dead. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, the the original DDM members here back together, and um, I I yeah I don't know. Is this going to a draw, or could any of them pin Mina? Because Mina's kind of done nothing lately, really. Uh, I mean, somebody can pin, pin Mina for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, possibly how it goes. It's, well, this might go to a draw depending on uh, that that one DDM away to tie match because they do like to have you know a draw per show. <laughs> wow. Uh, so this match happened at Year End Climax 2020, the same show that Julia stood up. Oh on. my god! Holy cow! Yeah. That was the first time that match happened. Amazing. Wow. Remember Because like before that, up? they did a, a jumbo match. Oh my god. Dude, Sonny still has that in his Twitter bio. Amazing. The author of Julia Stood Up. That's great. He, that's pretty funny, actually. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, it's a good bit, to be fair. Um, that was a good-ass show, now I'm looking at it. Okay, let's, let's move on, sorry. Yeah, so that is that show. Um, the next show to preview is on the 21st of March. Uh, this is in the Nagoya Congress Center Event Hall. Uh, in the opener, Mirai takes on Miyu Amasaki. So that's a good indicator there oh, of where yeah. they see this uh, Miyu girl. I think Miyu might die. <laughs> Possibly. Well, <laughs> Mirai is going to get flashbacks to the last time she wrestled in Miyu, and she's just going to break somebody. Yeah, well, she's gonna get knee barred and pinned. Mm-hmm. You don't get pinned after knee bar. She's gonna get knee barred. <laughs> that is it. Um, the next match then is uh oh, this is interesting. It's Hazuki and Momo Kogo versus Hanan and Koguma of Stars. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. Um, I mean, Kogo. 
oh. loses, maybe? You would think, but I feel like Kazuki out, you know, outdoes both their opponents pretty mm. strongly. I mean, like, just in terms of, like, Pogamat status. is probably higher up than Kazuki. Really? Yeah. I, mean, Kogamat, I feel like any time that, like, that wins over everyone. Is... Yeah, but has Suzuki, like, gotten pinned? <laughs> Except for against Utami? Well, she got her ass beat by Utami, and then I don't. I actually don't know if she's. I don't think she's since. been pinned since then. Maybe. Has Koguma, though? Oh, wait, like, no, she got she got matches. pinned when. Uh, what do you mean aside from high speed matches? That's all the matches she does, in, <laughs> <laughs> like in like outside of like big tag. Yeah, but they don't count. But oh. no, the only other time that I remember Hazuki getting pinned was when Momo betrayed her, and oh, then yeah. Takumi and and Mayu took liberties and just beat the shit out of her for like three minutes. That's still so. And they were weird. like, "My bad. <laughs> that was mean of your tag partner. Yeah. We still gonna kill you though." <laughs> um. Yeah, this could go either way. Do you think the sensei shows up here? Like, this is the perfect place to, to pay that off. It would make sense. If they're not going to pay sense. off either this or the second mystery. Where is one, this show? Uh, Nagoya. Jungle Kiona comes back. Oh, dear God. Imagine. <laughs> Scenes. No, I... I dude, uh, like, peep, that would be, like, a whole thing. Um, no, I, I think I think it could be the time. I don't know if it is, though. Nagoya seems like a pretty like I feel like it's Nagoya, Osaka, and Tokyo are the places yeah. that kind of they do things at. So I mean Nagoya, you know, it's not like they're doing this in fucking Sapporo. Yeah, that's fair. Um, no, I could see it. I mean, if, if they need to pay off one of the the two mystery things they have, and they haven't mentioned either in forever, so yeah, they should probably yeah. get to this sensei bit and uh, do it here. Um. The next match then on the show is, stop me if you've heard this before, it is Donald Mondo, Micah, Himeka, Natsupoi, and Mai Sakurai versus, guess who? The Cosmic Angels. Who would have thought? Yeah. Are they going to have Mai Pinwaka again? I mean, I hope not. They will, though, won't they? Probably. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it. What are we doing here, man? <laughs> I just... Watching the same match over and over again. I don't know. I mean, okay, to be fair, this one has... Uh, you, you said this is Wolfpack. I mean, without Shuri. This is Wolfpack, right? This is this is a decent match. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I mean, you know, as long as Mai and Waka aren't literally in there for 15 they minutes. They could do it, though. Waka is super worker now. Waka can do it. Yeah. She's a super worker. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we need we need fucking we need Hozan over here. Make Hell Hozan yeah. just replace my Sakurai. Uh, send my Sakurai to Chigusa's camp. Dude, don't maybe wish that on Marvelous. <laughs> They're having a tough time. As no, 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 no. She don't got a debut yet. She, <laughs> she, she could, she could be in the dojo for a bit. It has to uh re-debut like like rhythm over at JTO. They were like, You're yeah. you're so ass. Like, you're so bad, we're gonna make you redo this. Oh my god. Oh, we're gonna rhythm my Sakurai. Hell That's yeah. what we gotta do. Um Alright, so speaking of watching the same match over and over again, uh, the next match on the show is the Queen's Quest team of Utami Hashishta, Azumi, Sayakamatani, and Lady C versus Awedo Tai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um I'm in pain. Uh, the way to tie team is Saki, Momo, Kid, and Rina. So, uh, 
Oh, that's not even like a no. A way to tie. Death wins. ain't even in there. A way to tie probably wins. I guess. Of course they do. Yeah. Um, oh, now we're into the good stuff. They probably they probably continue building the loser dismans match here. Mm, like I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Kid has a seven hour monologue about how. Uh, <laughs> I can't make that. You joke. you talk um, about Starlight Kid as if she's Edge. Like you would the way you modern just, Edge yeah, or like Edge period. Edge. Uh, he, you describe okay. her. Well, in a I don't want. Yeah, actually, I've heard I've heard people. T- yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I feel similarly yeah. about them. The only thing is, is I don't have to watch Edge every week. That's, that's I watch right. him, like, you know, once every five yeah. months, maybe. I remember when people thought he was good when he came back, and I was like... Hey, I love Edge. No, I like. don't get me wrong. I Why? love Edge, but uh, I, I, do, I don't watch Edge now. Why would I do that? He's, yeah. Because pretty... he, he was my guy back in 2011. Come on, now. Yeah, everybody says that. And I'm like, he wasn't good then, either. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're all... He was getting a bit fat then. He was, get, he was, getting, he was yeah. getting a bit... Yeah. Uh, he was going through some yeah. stuff. Uh, um, he's actually my grandma's favorite wrestler. Really? That's cute. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. She used to watch uh, his his TV shows on Sci-Fi uh-huh. after he retired because she was very sad. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so the next match on the show is uh, the Ali Kaba Memorial match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know. It's still so funny <laughs> that they're just like, so you know how we've been teasing this, this uh, DDM split? Yeah. So we're just gonna tell everybody <laughs> that the faction is bad, dude. Okay, Rossi knows bookers who use subtext, and they're all cowards. Hell yeah! So like, I, I... <laughs> he, he, he ain't rock with that bullshit. Yes. Um. So yeah, the <laughs> it's Ali Kaba of uh, Julia and Siri versus Mayu and Saida stars. Oh wow, that's a good that's a good shine for Ida. I mean, she's gonna get pinned, yeah. but that's a good shine. Oh yeah, she's she's losing definitely. That's okay. I mean, losing to the two top wrestlers right now, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's pretty weird that this has three of the four people involved in the world title picture, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. And Ida. That, that's what I mean. Is that this is a great <laughs> shot for her. Yeah. Um, and then the main event uh, of this show is... Uh, that's not the main event. No, it's not. Um, did we that's predict strange. the winner here? I guess Julia and Serial win for their last... Yeah. Uh, it, it yeah it i mean i think they win but you never know if they like have like issues you know because yeah. i feel like they like doing that that's true uh po- like before these types My of matches, should so. pin Siri. Oh. i could see that yeah. honestly because I, I like nobody pins at siri ever so yeah yeah i could see, like if, if julia's sort of like fucks off and mm-hmm. then like sherry gets annoyed and then mayu just beats her that'd be cool um, I can see that. And then the main event is an SWA World Championship match. It is oh. Tekla versus Ruaka. Um, so, yeah. Tekla. Tekla's going to retain, of course. Um, Austrian Spider. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a good test, though, for Ruaka, I think. Uh, but for both of them, really. Because, um, you know, yeah. they're going to get 15 minutes. Their pressure is going to be on to deliver. And um, it's going to be interesting to see if they can. I think they can i think they can maybe yeah i mean rocka is solid you know but i don't know if she can yeah if she's like 15... she's not super consistent though yeah. that's I don't... the thing about like these she's maybe matches. not 15 minute title match solid exactly yeah. uh especially single title match mm-hmm. although she was you okay could... in the the artist match the other day so maybe she'd be all right yeah i mean her, her artist match like that was great mm-hmm. um that's why i mean I, i'm not sure about her singles match capabilities yet that's fair um oh my god 
I imagine that maybe Tekla could have a better match against Ruaka than against Saki. Yes, so, yeah. Saki. Her match against Saki wasn't too Saki bad. Saki is so unbelievably like. How do I say this? She makes everybody else bland, in a way, um, and I don't think Ruaka will do that. Yeah, I I think that maybe that's a bit harsh, but I get what you're trying to say. Because yeah. she she definitely um. She definitely she's like a Randy Orton type, mm. where she wrestles her match. And if you ain't wrestling her match, then you ain't wrestling a match. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, like outside, again, outside of her match against fucking Shuri, which was a match that she literally was doing like in honor of her friend. (laughs) Like outside of that match uh, in the past, you know, year, that's pretty much what Saki does. Very much so. Um, But yeah, that's that show. And that is our show for the week. Um, we, We just went two hours because reasons, oh, yeah. I guess. Not, not two hours fully. We took some breaks. We, we took, took one time, break. You know. <laughs> um, uh, Craig failed for a bit. You know, it happens. Yeah, sure. Um, so next week is actually our preview for, for Stardom World Climax. So we're going to be here Ooh. for the big time. Uh, please join us. Uh, we will likely review um, the, the two shows from this weekend. Although the the one that's on Monday might be a close call, so we'll have to wait and see there. Yeah. Um. But if they're up, we will review them uh, as much as we can, and we will be previewing Stardom World Climax and giving our predictions there for all of the good stuff that'll happen. And as always, uh, we will cover any news that might happen in the next week. Um, if you can't get enough of me and Dylan, uh, the latest episode of VTG is finally up. Uh, we talked about a god-awful JWP show from 1992 that was their last show. Um, we talked about uh, Toshio Yamada and Minami Toyota match that went 40 minutes. And uh, I was the only that one... That was surprisingly not bad. Yes, that. that and uh, I was the only one who watched all 40 minutes because uh, Dylan got a clip. I watched it. like 25 of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we also rave about the uh, All Japan... Japanese tag titles, is it? Or just the Japan yeah, the, tag belts? It's it, Japanese, Japan. Same yeah. Way. Either way, it, we, we raved about the secondary tag belts in AJW. And if you didn't know AJW had secondary tag belts, then maybe VTG isn't for you. You should get on that. But um, you might want to learn. So check that out uh, wherever you want. It's... Shouts out Debbie Malenko, Saki Asagawa. Oh, uh, yeah. So that podcast is called Victory Through Guts. Uh, I realize we only refer to it as VTG here because we know what that means. But if you don't, then um, yeah, I, it, it's not going to I started doing like I started doing like some checks. Like I looked up VTG podcast. It does not come no. up. So <laughs> we need to stop calling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's Victory Through Guts. Uh, we did, yes, steal the AJW slogan. We are not original. Um, at all and yeah i mean this, this is called stardom quest for god's sakes everybody that was your idea though to be fair no it wasn't i just said quest mm-hmm. i said joshi quest in fact joshi quest sounded less like a, a fucking mmorpg exactly <laughs> yeah so we can't use it it'd be so bad why not because it's oh not but stardom quest is a great a great name in stardom comparison quest to joshi is quest not a great name but it's less video gamey we're. I'm a gamer, bro. So am I. I literally write for a gaming site. I know. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's true. You do. That's true. All right. Well, <laughs> I suppose it's time to close the show. 
Yeah, the show of, of Joshi Quest. Oh my god. Alright, so... I also had a, gr- a great name that I, I gave to Scott and Parker, but they didn't use. Um, but that's besides the point. I have so many names in this brain, bro. I have so many, like, ideas and shit. I'm a creative person. Fair enough. I hit myself. That's... Yeah. This is a weird ending. <laughs> Can you just let me do it? Ejo! Alright, yeah, that's the end. I don't care. Queen's Quest are in the mug. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.